Welcome back to another edition of the Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast. Tonight, we'll preview the 2017 Safeway Open, kicking off the swing season. I hope everybody enjoyed that long, long off season we had. It, uh, it, it, it got over way too fast. But um, as always, I am joined by two gentlemen. Jesse, you can find him on Twitter, at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how you doing? Doing well. Good to be here again. Good, good. And, and we got Bucks. Bucks, you can find him on Twitter, at BPSnow11. Bucks, how we doing? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me again. Good, good. Check the podcast on Twitter at Always Press DFS. Tons to like there. But um, let's just get at it. We Since we last talked, we had the Tour Championship where uh, they threw up the X. Xander got his, finally got announced Rookie of the Year today. JT was the FedEx Cup champion, so he's rich, rich, rich. And as you can tell by his Snapchat, he's single while all the other guys are taken. Um, <laughs> and then – we had the President's Cup, which definitely is not the Ryder Cup. Definitely not the Ryder Cup. Um, Jesse, any thoughts on what took place? No, nah, man, it was uh, it was fun to you know watch Justin Thomas win it all, and then of course Xander to win that uh, that tournament, the Tour Championship. Um, of course, I was on him for about eight weeks prior to that, and then finally didn't have a lot of him uh, on DraftKings. Tour championship wise, and then uh, I don't know if you did you mention the President's Cup? Yeah, I said it's not the Ryder Cup by a long shot. Yeah, so. I mean, that was just a that was embarrassing. I, I didn't hardly watch any of it on the weekend. Yeah, what about you, Bucks? Any thoughts on the past two weeks in golf? Yeah, I thought the uh, President's Cup while it was a routing, I thought it was awesome to watch. I mean. Yes, the the Euro or international team got just hammered, but there were a lot of like a lot of really good play going on from both sides. I mean, you saw Hoffman hold that pitch shot, then Lahiri drain that putt on top of him. That, those kind of moments, it seemed there were quite a few of them. So it, it was fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's always fun to watch those team events, but yeah, there's no point in watching on Sunday. It's like because those are the best matches. The singles matches, in my opinion, are the best matches. And it's just yeah, when you need a half point to win. Yeah, I, 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 was quite, I was quite skeptical when they put Kisner and Phil together. But that turned out to be quite entertaining. Well, that, um, those, those guys are the two biggest degenerate gamblers on that <laughs> entire team. So, yep. I knew that could go really, really well or really poorly. Yeah, I, I was worried Kiz was going to struggle or something and Phil's going to be so far down his neck it wouldn't even be funny, but it worked out pretty darn good. Speaking, um, of, speaking of a team event, yesterday I had the pleasure of playing with Gup from Gup's Corner, and uh, we were partners one hole, and it happened to be a hole where par three, I hit it in the back bunker, he tees off, chunks it in the lake, and decides he was going to toss his eight iron down the down the fairway. One hops, kicks that left into the middle of this lake. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Partner golf there. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But uh, I am looking forward to the Ryder Cup in Paris yeah. next year, right? Yeah, next year. yeah, that's gonna be awesome, man. That'll be badass in Paris because now because you also you'll have guys like. Um, John Rahm and stuff that we didn't really get to see last time. Pretty, pretty good. On, on their on their soil. Yep. That'll be a big part, too. On their soil. So, yeah, be quite, quite interesting. But we are already back to PGA DFS, DraftKings style, uh, swing season. You'll see a lot of web.comers, not that many big names, as you'll tell when we get talking here. But it's uh, the Safeway Open in Napa, California, at the Silverado Country Club. Jesse, got some event history for us? Yeah, so it's played at, like you said, the Silverado Country Club. Uh, it's been at, at, at the north course. Um, Bucks talk more about the actual course here in just a minute. But uh, it's been played there for – this would be the fourth year. It started in 2014, which is actually the 2015 season. So fucking complicated. Either way um, – <laughs> <and, laughs> 2014, Sang Moon Bay 
uh, won. He shot 15 under, and he beat uh, a certain uh, Aussie uh, who's a favorite of the DFS world, Stephen Bundy, <laughs> by two shots. Um, and then in 2015, Emiliano Grillo, 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 however you want to say it, uh, won 15 under again. He beat Kevin Na in a playoff. And then last year, Brendan Steele won an 18 under. Uh, he beat uh, Patton, Kaz- Patton Kazire uh, by one shot. So pretty low scoring. Um, and uh, those are really the only three that matter because before that they played a different golf course. So Silverado Country Club, those are the last three winners. Yeah, it's a beautiful club. Bucks, you got a little preview for us? Yeah, I mean, it's um... – it is. It's awesome. It's 7,200 yards, par 72, which is awesome. I feel like at the end of the season last year, we had five or six straight weeks, par 70, par 71. So par 72, um, greens are average size. There's a ton of bunkers. Um, it's an RTJ design. And, yeah, I think from – if you look at kind of the past winners and what was going on, you don't need to be super long. So 7,200 yards at a par 72 is not long for these guys. Um, last year, most of the par 71s were playing at 7,300 yards, 7,250, something like that. So it's not a long golf course. You do not need to hit the ball a mile to score here. Um, there are a ton of trees, a lot of um, large trees just off the tee boxes. Um, so keeping it, in play is at a higher premium, but this is, as Jesse mentioned, this is a really low scoring event for the most part. So you're going to see a winning score of 16, 17, 18 under something like that. Yeah. As you mentioned, uh, all those trees and everything, it's really narrow, narrow uh, fairways on most of the holes. So um, that'll be, keep things a little interesting. They're rough. They're saying like, Roughly, no pun intended, three inches. So it shouldn't kill them too much as long as they kept yeah. it the same as it's been in the past. But uh, the POA greens, which you'll see on the West Coast all the time, um, it should be pretty standard. Like you said, it should be a lot of scoring this week. Um, with a lot of big bombers that uh, from the web.com joining the mix, what are some of the key stacks you guys are targeting? Obviously, I, I'm looking at um, kind of driving accuracy more than anything and you know, approach to the green and going around there. But, uh, Bucks, what are you looking at in your stats? Yeah, I was looking at the last few years, this kind of – this is a weird week because this, this is the first week we're seeing a lot of the web.com guys, which we don't have a lot. You have minimal stats on them, so you kind of have to have um, an eye view of what they're doing. But from the past few winners, when you look at kind of the key stats to them winning – there are a couple things that kind of um, stand out. And like I said, distance, it, it really doesn't matter. I think um, last year, Steele ranked this week like 35th or something like that in driving distance, but he was fifth in accuracy. Um, so driving accuracy, I'm, I'm going to look at a little bit. But the big one for me, so the last three winners have all been top five in bogey avoidance. They've all been top five in par four scoring. They've all been top 10 in approach to the green, and they've all been top 10 in scrambling. So putting, scrambling, bogey avoidance, those are going to be really big because we've, we talk about it a lot. When you play a course that you have to shoot 16, 17, 18 under, you have to avoid the big numbers um, to have a chance. So those are some of the key stats I'm looking at. Um, Bogey avoidance is going to be a big one for me. But, again, this is a week where a large percentage of the field we don't know much about. And so you have to really understand that, yes, you should look at the stats, um, but you really have to have a feel for some of these web guys that have been playing really well. And that's a nice thing. All these web.com guys that are playing in this event, you know that they've been playing well, and that's why they have their card now. Exactly. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the same stuff what Buck, Bucks was just talking about, um, you know, where there are a lot of birdies here. I think birdie or better is, is good to check out. But waiting kind of just to, you know, kind of piggyback off what he said, waiting more recent than long term. Um, and just looking at also a little bit more course history to guys who 
uh, have played here before and have played well, um, I think, it, you know, we'll, we'll play a factor. You know, it's not – it's never like a huge factor course history, but I always look at it just to see because, you know, if you go to a golf course and it fits your eye, you know, it's it, – it can be advantageous. So, always stick with that. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, hitting well off the tee as far as being straight, um, keeping in play, scrambling, greens and regulation, like, you know, like usual for me. Um and then, like Bucks was saying, you know, avoid the big numbers. So, bogey avoidance will also be high on the list. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think um, past history here is big big on this, but you're, you're hearing that everywhere. So, that could lead to some serious chalk also. But I agree. It's definitely something to look at that. And uh, recent form, as you guys said, is going to play very, very large in this situation. Let's get into the picks. 10K and above, you got four guys. Tony Finau leads the way. Yes, this is what we're playing, these kind of events. Tony Finau at 11-5, Webb Simpson at 11-2, Phil at 11, ZJ at 10-5. Jesse, lead us off in the 10K and above. Uh, I mean, it's just hard to stomach anybody in this range because it's just where you come off the last season and these guys are in the seven, maybe 8,000 range, and now we're paying – you know, five figures for him. It's it's hard for me to get behind any of them. I do like Tony. I, that, one of the reasons being, um, you know, I think at him being the highest price, his ownership will be down. He has made the cut the last three years here, and he has a 26, a 32nd, and a 12. Obviously was playing well at the end of last year as well with two straight top tens in the BMW and the Tour Championship. One week off, um, so hopefully he's fresh and ready to go. But – I don't know. I just I can never do Webb. I can never do Phil and ZJ. I mean, I just you know, I mean, it might all three of those may bite me, but I just can't get behind either. You know, any of those three. So Tony be the only guy I'd be, I would get behind up here. Yeah. What about you, Bucks? Yeah, I, I think the only. So I love Tony. I played him a ton last year, but that's because he was so right. underpriced every single week. And so I'm not sure what DK did to their algorithm but this is a massive change so um the only reason i play for now like jesse said is ownership being the highest priced golfer people aren't going to pay up to get them um but the only guy here that will likely be part of my core um is going to be webb simpson i played him a bunch late last year he's been playing well been putting really well this course kind of suits his game uh, makes a ton of birdies. He is number one in bogey avoidance. And again, we don't have stats on a lot of these guys, but, and then strokes game putting, he's top 10. So he'll be one of my core guys. But again, this week, if you look at the leaderboard from the last few years here, there are a ton of rookies that can make a run. Um, so I'm going to be heading towards some of those guys because they're in competition mode. Like, they're pumped, ready to play more. Right. The guys that are up here, t- Tony, Simpson, Mickelson, especially Mickelson. I mean, this is his offseason. I'm not even sure why he's playing here. So, Monday. This would be like, what, five or six straight events for him, too. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They must have a casino on property or something. Yeah, he finished eighth <laughs> last year and his first time ever being there. But, yeah, I'm not touching him at all. Not a 10-foot pole. Um the only guy I would look at would be Finau. I'm going to stay out of this range pretty much for the, all of it. I might have one Finau lineup, but um, I'm going to stay out of here. I want the hungry guys. I, the seven and eight K range is just loaded with options, even the six. So I'm going to put my, my options elsewhere, maybe leave money on the table. Finau or pretty much nobody for me in the 10K and above range. Heading to the 9K, and, you know, we have like six guys instead of the normal three in the 9K range. Bill Haas, Ryan Moore, Kevin Na, Keegan Bradley, Lucas Glover, and the defending champion, Brendan Steele. Uh, Bucks, take us away in the 9K. Yeah, I think there's a um, quite a few guys in here that I like. Obviously, Steele, um, he always plays well in California always plays well around here. Um, Reeves, another one, he's fourth on my model, but again, I'm not strictly going by the model this week because of all the new guys, but Reeves, another solid play. I really like, but I think he'll be pretty chalky. Um, 
the, the only other guy that I really, really like in this range because he finished the season so strong um, is Kevin Na. He's a frustrating guy to roster, but um, when he's playing well, he's playing really, really well. And this course, again, he's not the longest of guys. He's really methodical. hits a lot of fairways. Um, so I think this course can kind of suit his game. Yeah, he, he's finished seventh and second here in the last two years. So, yeah, definitely likes the Safeway Open. Uh, Jesse, what about you in the 9K range? Yeah, I like uh, Brendan Steele uh, for obvious reasons. I actually called him a good cash game play last, last year and did not play him on my cash team. <laughs> I remember that. I'll never forget that. Um, Lucas Glover is another guy. He's kind of got some sketch course history, miscut, 17th miscut. Um, but it is played solid uh, throughout the playoffs um, through the BMW championship. He didn't make the tour championship, but you know, he played solid um, enough to you know finish 12th at the BMW. So price hike on him sucks, but, I mean, it is what it is in this range. Um, Kevin Na, I can understand that. I do think he will be one of the more popular plays. So um, I'm not really sure. Keegan also – is kind of intriguing. He finished 22nd here in 2016 and he actually has been trending finish wise, um, decently well, um, you know, finishing 27th, 35th, 43rd, 42nd. Now you can't have that out of somebody who's 9,300 and win a lot of money. Um, you gotta have something top 10 ish, top 20 ish, um, to, to win, to win a chunk of change. But, you know, I mean, he's one of those guys who could surprise. And this is this field is so weak. You know, Keegan is actually, a, for me, an okay play at 9,300. Yeah, I, I agree. I had three guys in this range, Kevin Na, but I'm worried about the chalk factor there because everything you read or listen to right now is Kevin Na on the agenda. So fan share is going to be pretty big, uh, as telling Jesse before we started for me this week. But then Keegan Bradley, because I think a lot of people will steer to Na or they just – there's so many people that have the we don't like Keegan Bradley because he's Keegan Bradley, but he's played really well even the last, you know, like you said, you've mentioned four tournaments, but even prior to that, he was playing really, really well there for a while, especially in fields like this. It's not a heavy field. So he actually is one of the more talented, quote-unquote, veterans out there, if you think about it. Um, but my favorite guy is Brendan Steele, getting 9K for the defending champion, the guy that's finished uh, first T17 and T21 in the three years it's been here. Played very well at this course. It suits him perfectly, like you guys talked about earlier. Yeah. So, uh, Brendan Steele is one of my uh, core plays on the uh, weekend, and I'll be using a lot of him. The last guy I want to mention, um, because I think that he has the chance to really kill it on tour this year, is uh, Ulan. Well, he's, a, he's an 88. We ain't got there yet, Bucks. Jump the gun, bro. Uh, sorry, I mentioned Reedy. I mentioned Reedy too. Hey, hey, kick us off in the eight thousand range, Bucks. There you go. <laughs> Start us off, big man. Uh, I really like uh, Jason Kokrak at seventy five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> no, so all right in the eight K range, we have <laughs> ten guys. Um, so I think the chalk here is going to be Collie, and I'm not going to touch him. Um, Grio as well, but I do like Yulon. He has played. I mean, he's played well forever, um, but he played really well on the Euro Tour, obviously. And I think he is ready to come back to this stage and play really, really well. So he's going to be a guy that I look at almost weekly because. Yeah. He's just a really solid player. And he's one of these guys we don't have a ton of stats on. Um, I think the the people that know golf, that kind of thing, are going to know about Uline. But the, the guys just throwing in random lineups, probably overlook him a little bit. Um, Revy I like as well. Um, and then the last guy, and I know we got a question about him later, uh, Varner. This That dude can – just get hot super quick. Um, so if I'm playing a uh, multiple entry GPP 
he, he'd be on a couple of my teams for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jesse, AK. Yeah, Peter Uline, I, I, I do think he will be – I mean, I don't know, it's hard to judge because obviously if you follow golf closely, then you know that name because he played – especially if you play DFS golf on in Euro, Euro DFS golf, you know that name because he's been popular over there several times playing Euro. Um, and I played almost every week and, and try to follow as best I can. Um, Chez also, I think, is, a, is eight, at 8,900, pretty decent. I like Love Mark this week um, at 87. He does have a 20th and a 48th um, here in his last two starts and is coming off two straight made cuts there in the playoffs. So I think it, it, yeah, at 87, but he, I mean, he's, he's, he's also known to be awful putter. So we'll see um, on that. I, I always like Bud myself. Um, so I'll probably will go back to him no matter what. Kevin Tway is also interesting to me. I mean, I'm just waiting for him to break through at some point with a really, really high showing, and I think it. I, I think he's got the potential for it to happen this um, this fall. So he might be a guy that I'm on every week, trying to catch whenever he catches fire, um, which I hope is this fall because he does have the potential. So yeah, and then of course, I, I, you know, Varner I think is interesting. I don't know how much I'll have of him, but I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, he can he can go off. So yeah. Yeah, um, I'm on – if I'm going to play chalk this week, one would be Ches Reavy, the way he can uh, finish the year. And I know we had those bets going on, but um, his, his iron play, I think, could come in play very nicely on this course. Love Mark is a guy I had written down for the fact he has played really well here, but the fourth-round blowups and the putter do scare me. But he has tremendous talent to destroy this course again, like he almost did at one point in time. But one of the guys I really like at 8600 bucks is Marty Party Laird. Um, <laughs> no people – yeah, that's the reaction a lot of people give. <laughs> but he's actually played really, really well here. He's, you know, made three straight cuts overall. But here, top eight – or tie for eight, tie for 64, tie for third. Um, he's going to go way overlooked in this $8,000 range. Everybody else is going to, in my opinion, be way over his ownership level. So he's the guy in the 8K range that I really want to take a good look at. I like Bud Colley a ton. If he's, if he's too highly owned, I don't think I can go there. Bud's phenomenal, 8400 bucks, too cheap. And then um, one of the more popular web guys that everyone's going to talk about, but uh, Cheston Hadley at 8100 If you're talking about guys that are playing amazing golf or really hot golf, he is one of the top ones coming out of the web.com. He actually was a former rookie of the year on the tour. He's won on the tour. Uh, he's very, very hungry. And uh, 8100 bucks could put together a very, very nice round. Um, to get your team going. Yeah, I mean, have you looked at, just to piggyback off Cheston there, he's, in his last four starts, he was third in, on, on the web. So third, 10th, first, and second. Yep. So that's, that's lighting the world on fire there. He did miss the cut at the Wyndham Championship, but I would consider that a much weaker, or much stronger field than we got got this, yeah. this week, so. Yeah, and he's, he's, he's not been great, obviously, because he lost his card, but he's played well on these kind of West Coast, California-type courses. Um, yeah. So he's just definitely yeah. got to keep an eye at 81. He used to be a guy that I played all the time. couple, I guess it was probably the year before last or two years ago, maybe three years ago, whatever. I mean, he was, he was one of those guys who was in the 7,000 range, 6,000 range that when pricing was a little bit sharper and you had to actually take a lot of those guys um, – Anyway, so yeah, he's he's a he's a name that has been around for a while, and he's got um, the uh, experience playing on PGA Tour to actually win. So yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, let's take it into the seven K range. I'll name a couple, and then I'll pass it on. Everyone and their mom is talking Luke List. Yes, he fits the course, but. I don't know. I'm looking at guys like, and, and I've never uttered this name on this podcast in a positive light. But if you want to talk California kids and one that's been playing pretty well, like towards the end of the season, is Bryson DeChambeau. Um, he's basically been top 38 outside of a missed cut in his last four events. Uh, he missed the cut here. His only time he played here last year, but he is playing a lot, lot better at um, 7,700. Mackenzie Hughes at 76. I think that price is way too cheap for his uh, upside on this one. And then, you know, you got some of the web guys, Oppenheim and Mitchell. Mitchell, I believe, was 
first or second in their money list. He was him and Oppenheim come in just on fire from what I was reading. I have them right down here. Where to go, Mitchell? He withdrew because he was so far ahead and in contention because he wanted to leave early to get ready for this. In top six, a mixed cut, a tied six on tied six in his last five events, and he was playing well before he withdrew. Oppenheim tied for fifth, tied for second, tied 17th, tied 11th, his last four events on the web. So both very, very hot uh, coming into this. And then my guy, uh, Martin Flores at 7,600 bucks, he'll go overlooked uh, before his top 34 or tied for 34 his last time he was top 20 in four straight times. Uh, I'm going to stop there before I name off everybody, but there's even more down below. Uh, Bucks, what do you have in the 7K range? There I, is. Love this a, I love this yeah, range. There's, there's a t- I mean, there are – well, How many golfers are in this range? Like 40? It's 40 this way every week right now. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's massive. So I'm not going to name a, a ton of them. I'm going to touch on six guys. So the first guy, and you mentioned him, Keith Mitchell. I think that he obviously been playing really well. I think he finished the tour on the web, top 10 overall, stat-wise, and he murders the ball. I think he averaged like 320 or something. 321 off the tee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a monster. Yeah, and and I know we just talked about driving distance not being a huge factor, but all around the dude's good. Well, and um, when, but you said you want low numbers. If he can attack those par exactly. fives, get yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think he has a, a solid chance. So I'm definitely looking at him. Um, two guys that were familiar with – Graham DeLay, he pops on the model. I'm not looking at that too heavily, but I have to mention him because of all the guys, he, he comes at number three. Um, he hits the ball fairly straight, makes a lot of birdies. Um, he avoids bogeys really well. And the last guy that I'll mention from uh, people that we've talked about in the past is Hagee. He has the ability to make a ton of birdies and score a ton of DraftKings points, and he's a good putter. So I really like Hagee this week at 7,300. And then I'm going to mention a couple other web guys. So Denny McCarthy, he is a local boy here in, uh, in the Virginia area, DMV. Um, he grew up in Maryland, went to uh, University of Virginia, but he is really, really good. He's a guy that um, – if he can have a couple good finishes on tour, he could be another perennial top 25 guy. He has got game for days. So I'll definitely look at him, and he's definitely going to be overlooked for sure. I mean, sing, low single digits um, when you're talking about ownership. And then the last guy I'm going to mention, $7,100 or $7, on DraftKings, which I think is crazy cheap for him, um, is Aaron Wise. The dude's good. I mean, really, really good. And he his game all around is really good. He, he hits the ball a, a decently long way, but he's always in play, and he makes a ton of putts. So I'm definitely going to be looking his direction this week. Um, like you mentioned, there's 40 other guys in this range, but there's just a, core, a couple of the core ones. Yeah, what about you, Bucks? Or, uh, Jesse, sorry. It, it is absolutely insane how many people are in this range. I mean – you got guys with a pedigree like John Daly at seven thousand. I mean, well, the one guy you're not I paying seven thousand for John Daly. What is wrong with you? Well, what the the, one, the one guy in this whole event that I think I just it boggles my mind why his price this way is Grayson Murray. How is he seventy? How is he seventy one hundred? When and that's true. That's that's and now is eleven five. I didn't even see him. I mean, like you can't even find half these guys. And you, the thing about this seven thousand range is. No, there's no way that anybody's going to be over 20% owned in this range. There's so many of them. I, just, I don't see how anybody can be when you have 1,000 golfers in the range. I mean, it, I, I, I just it, – it boggles my mind how, how DraftKings Sav- stuff is up so bad. Sav- Sabatini at 7,000. Dude, you've yep. been on fire lately. Your boy. Yeah. Your boy, too. I mean, you've been riding in. I have a long list here, but, yeah. I mean, I could, we, could talk, we could literally talk about – like about – half of these guys. I mean, this is a, a good range um, to get different. I mean, you know, uh, you talk about it all the time, Bubba, where you talk about, you know, if you if you go up top um, and pick somebody chalk, you can get different down below, um, kind of differentiate yourself. So you can definitely I mean, do that. This, this is where you would do that. Um, 
I, one guy I don't think that was mentioned, um, you know, a lot of the guys that you guys talked about already, I already had checked off on my list to talk about, so I'm not going to uh, beat a dead horse here. But uh, another guy, Corey Connors. Um, he's never played here, but he's coming off the web as well. Um, you know, he's he's he, he's actually number one on my model, the way I've set it up so far this week. Um, do you know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how you set your model up. <laughs> I, well, so I, I mean, I'm waiting. I, t- I talked about it, and I and I was kind of tweaking it as you were talking too about the golf yeah. course and also about your your stats. Um, but I mean, the guy has hit, uh, you know, hit it he's recently. Hit it 311 off the tee and hit about 70 percent of his fairways and about 70 percent of his greens. Well, that's massive. Um, yeah. All while making opportunities. I mean, that's you know, that's if you're hitting 70 and 70, that's pretty good stats. Um, and then also scrambling pretty well at around 60, almost 68%, and then right around 29 plus per round. So a lot of uh, just good stats lining up. And so that's how he got up to the top of my mile at some point. Um, like I said, I'm not 100% sure how either, but he's he's up there. I think you mentioned Aaron Wise already. Yeah. Um, like him, Grayson Murray, 7,100. That's a stupid price. Uh, and then there was a couple more here. Um, Bronson Burgoon coming off the web. Another guy that you could play. Brandon Hagee, Seamus Power, another web.com uh, uh, grad and guy who's played on in a lot of events. I do like to use again. Um, you know, he played really well at the BMW and was in line to get inside the top 30 and just completely shit the bed on Sunday and shot 74 cost me a couple grand. Um, but I, I will go back to him at 76 cause you know, like we just talked about pricing is so, uh, it's so weird this week that you can't hardly get anybody chalky down here. I think Luke list might be the most popular guy in the 7,000 range. Um, he's high on my model, but I don't like watching him put on, Shot tracker. So I'm going to try my best to avoid him um, this week if felt possible. Yeah. Another guy is um, you mentioned earlier, one of the defending champions, Bays, back at 7,200. And I know he's been gone in the military for two years, but they said in the, the lead up tournaments he's been playing in over there, he's playing really, really well, and no one's going to own him. Unless yeah. Here in area. Yeah. I mean, I, no, I think he will be actually be a little bit more popular than what he should be. Um, I'm not a huge fan. I've taken two years off and then trying to come back. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's worth a GPP flyer, um, you know, on one or two lineups. If you're playing, multi, you know, a bunch of lineups, I think throwing him on a couple because he's, def- you know, he has one here in the past. Another guy at 74 is Smiley Kaufman. And I mentioned him only because he has one on the PGA Tour in the past, super weak field, 7,400. If you if you watch him on Snapchat every every day he's just about snapping for, since he's been off for the last month month and a half being at the golf course and grinding it out so there's a little Snapchat inside knowledge um, on that but he's always at the golf course and always uh, doing something and pretty pumped for this week so I like Smiley to have a good bounce back year hope he's healthy and ready to go because I like Smiley a lot. Yeah, and just two more. Um, you got Garrigus at 71, who's actually played really well in his last few you know, four or five events, plus played really, really well on the West Coast last year. I used him a ton last year on the West Coast, and uh, T26 here last year. Missed cutting his last event within three straight top tens. Uh, and then the other one would be J.J. Spawn, a, a California kid who played yeah. phenomenal on the West Coast and then uh, got injured and started playing well again of late, like you were saying, so. Those are the only ones besides the other four or five we didn't mention. Um, so let's go. <laughs> 6,900 and below bucks. What do you like in there? Uh, another interesting group. Yeah, there's obviously a ton of guys here. And there are a lot of guys that I really like in this range. And this is when you could definitely do stars and scrubs. But I think that the winner this week, like if you want the nuts this week, you're going to have to leave several thousand on the table. Yep. You're going to have to. I, I think you're going to have guys down here in the 6K range in contention. Um, and so, like, this week, you guys know, a lot of the listeners know, I only play typically three lineups, mainly higher dollar GPPs. This week, if I play, I'm probably going to do, like, 30 lineups in 
the $3, the $8, something like that, because this week is not a chalk week. You're going to have so many unknowns, so many guys down here that have a shot to win. Um, and so a couple of those guys that I do like, Anthony Pellucci, he's been a baller forever. Um, followed him in junior golf and his amateur golf, and he has been really, really good. So he's, he's going to be in contention at some point in time um, in the next year or so. And so I think he has a legitimate shot here. This course, like I said, you don't need to overpower it. Um, and he can make a bunch of birdies. One guy that will be part of – if I do 30 lineups, he'll be part of, like, one, just so I can have him, so I can put him on shot tracker, is Jamie Sadlowski. He might shoot 100 tomorrow or Thursday, but he's going to hit something 400 yards, and I'm going to love watching it. So I've got, his, I've got his average driving distance. Well, so, I mean, he hasn't played since 528, so Dean DeLuca, but – he was hitting at 336 off the tee. Yeah, he was probably hitting a six iron or something. In a PGA Tour event, 336. I guarantee you that's not with driver either. I, I don't know, man. That was at Dean DeLuca, so. It's going to be like – it's going to be high 80s and dry. That ball's going to fly. Good. Yeah. It. I can't wait to shot tracker him. <laughs> Even if you, if, you, if you don't play him, put him on your shot tracker. Yeah. Favorite him. Um, a couple other guys, though. Jonathan Randolph is a really solid player. Um, I think he is one of those guys from the web that a lot of the tour guys think that he has a solid chance to uh, be a good tour pro. So I like him this week. The one guy that I really, really like this week, and, and again, I don't know how they come up with kind of these pri- these prices. Um, but the last guy I'm going to mention tonight is um, another web.com guy, Sam Ryder. So he is – he's played really, really well this year on the web.com. I think he had maybe 10 or 11 top 25 finishes, um, but he ranked first in total driving on tour. And so he has the game to make a ton of birdies, Um he keeps it in play, so he should be solid with bogey avoidance. Um, and I mean, when you look at everything, he is sixty six hundred or sixty six hundred bucks. And so, I think he has just as good of a shot as these some of these guys up here in the uh, low eights, high sevens. Um, so, like Bubba mentioned, if you want to do a star scrub, you could definitely get weird with Randolph and Ryder. Um, and like Colt Nost or something, mm-hmm. and then stack Final, Simpson, Bill, whoever you want. Um, yeah. It's just crazy some of these prices. But this is why, like I said, I'm not going to have a ton of money in play this week, but this is these are like the, the really fun events to watch because you're seeing the guys that are going to be the next Justin Thomases on tour in the next year or two. Yeah, yeah. definitely. What do you like in here, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I had Sam Ryder checked as well. Uh, and a, a few more. I think Colt knows, you know, he's coming off an injury. Um, so he hadn't played basically all of last year. And uh, I think it was Smiley was playing with him and Snapchatted him striping it. He says stripe show. He's playing so that's kind of like a, like a send it in type of deal, you know, like a super double extra hammer. Um, <laughs> there's more, you know, I mean, like there's so many people down here. Kyle Thompson, uh, another web.com guy. Um, he's interesting uh, just because apparently, you know, he's decently high on my wall, not super high. Taylor Gooch, I'm not really high on a whole lot of people in the 6,000 range. I'm going to try to avoid it as much as possible, but um, Taylor Gooch coming off uh, a win two weeks ago. Now, I guess this was back in August, so a few weeks back. Um, but he has won semi-recently, and he's got – he's top 25 on the web.com in his last five events. Um, with three top tens, so pretty solid stuff there. Um, and, you know, he's going to be low-owned. Bo Hostler's down here in this range. He's uh, more of a well-known name as far as uh, playing college golf and being on TV and that kind of thing. So he might be a little bit more popular. But, I mean, so many guys on down around here, it's kind of like 
like Bucks was saying, take a bunch of darts, throw them at the dartboard, see what sticks. Hope you hit something. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a weird week to play GPPs. I do think that attacking cash games this fall swing is good. I've had traditionally some pretty good luck hitting some some cash game lineups um, that you know that doubled up or whatever. So I'll, I'll probably be going with some smaller GPPs and then also cash games this week. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Sun King is an interesting one at 69. He's, if you're just looking for cut makers, uh, Ben Crane uh, as well, playing really, really good his last few times in the PGA. What was, what was Crane doing, by the way? So he, he – he, apparently, from what I read on Twitter today, he was hurt, so he didn't yeah. play the championship. And he I, thought he just, I thought he just skipped it to go watch the watch – the I heard event. he was hurt. I heard it was his back. Okay. He was hurt or something like that. And he went to a sponsorship event and then also went to the president's cup while he was in some sponsorship event in New York, gotcha. you know, whatever. I gotcha. But yeah. Really weird. Cause he missed getting his card because he didn't play that last event. Yeah. Not very sorry. To interrupt you, Bubba. No, it's fine. It's all good. Um, Peter M- Malinati. I, I, I'm going to screw that up. He's a uh, 6,600. He's actually, Five straight cuts on the PGA. He got his – I believe he just got his card back from the web. And the story on him that I was hearing is he's like more – like he played really – he was a young gun, then he lost his card. Now he's super focused, playing really, really good golf. He's got a kid on the way. He is almost like broke and homeless at one point in time when he regained his trust in life and golf. So he's actually given a care again, so maybe he'll be better than we first saw him. So 6,600 there. Uh, Trey Mullinex is 67. We've seen that yeah. guy shoot insane numbers. That price tag, like Murray at 71 and Mullinex at 67, just don't make sense to me at all. I'm Those two prices are crazy. And then I'm going to take my hat off for anybody that watches this, but um, look on DK. Colt Nost is my doppelganger. <laughs> uh, he's $6,700, and that's my guy. So um, Colt Nost, I've, I've watched him play um, – and pebble every year. He's actually a really, really good golfer. He just got hurt last year. And like you said, he's striping it. You watch him on Twitter. He tweets all the time about stuff. He's got videos. Very, very good golfer. And with 6,700 bucks, you do a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. Top punt plays, gentlemen. Jesse, where are you going? Yeah, I like Trey. I meant to mention him, and uh, I didn't. But, yeah, he's got really, really good – he's got a really good game for 6,700. I mean, he could win this week. Um, legitimately. So I like him. And then uh, I already mentioned him, but uh, Taylor Gooch as well, as far as below seven. So top five plays those two. Bucks. Billy Hurley and Sam Ryder. I like both of those guys down the 67, $6,600 range. I like that a lot. I'm going Trey Molinex, Colt. And if I'm going to go 7,100, I can't pass on Grayson Murray. As a I just can't do it. Can't do it. Ugh. Um, there's a ton of shit, seven K 7,900 below 75, whatever you want to consider a punt range. There's options for days. Um, yeah. who's your top bust bucks? Uh, Bill Haas and Mickelson. Those two are my, my biggest bus. I had Bill Haas as well. What is yours? Uh, Jesse, I hope Mickelson bus. Simpson. I, I I don't know. He's got two two miscuts here in the last two years. He doesn't like Poa. Fucking hate Webb Simpson. I don't hate him as a person. I, <laughs> watch him I hate playing him in golf. I never have once got him right. Never. Um, what are your two or three core players, Bucks? I gotta add one more to the bus list. It's, I have to go with Luke List. I yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Him. He's gonna be so high owned. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, and he makes so many bogeys, so yeah. many. Yeah. Um, but he also makes like 57 birdies in a row too. Well, yeah, he's he got to figure out. He's but, super but here you cannot make four bogeys, bogeys around and still yeah. have a chance to win. Um, core plays. Um, I know this is not a popular opinion among this group, but <laughs> Webb Simpson will be one of my core plays. Um, Sam Ryder is going to be another core play of mine. Um, and then I'll probably have a bunch of U line as well. I like it. Uh, Jesse. 
Yeah, I like Elon. Uh, probably have quite a bit of uh, Brendan Steele. And then I, I might go super heavy on this uh, on this Keith guy. Uh, what was his last name? Mitchell. No, Mitchell. Yeah, Keith Mitchell and Andrew Landry. Those are top two guys on my list, on my model. So I'll just freaking ride or die with those two. Party <laughs> tilt. Yeah, I got a lot. I got a lot of Brennan Steele, uh, Marty Laird at 86, and Mitchell were the three I had written down. But as we've said, there's like, build with that and go elsewhere. There's tons. I'm, I'm not going to have too much in the five-digit range. It's really not. Um, Bucks, use your pick to win it. It's a tough one this week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, outside of Webb Simpson, I'll go – other than Webb Simpson, um, I have to go with Elon. He's in my core. I think he has a game to win here. Yes, I'll take the field. Yeah. <laughs> anybody below I'll, five do, I'll go Andrew Andrew Landry. He's number one on my list. Got to ride or die. Where do is it. he? Brand. 7,200. Now, see, this is an event, if you like to gamble, it's kind of fun to throw some darts at some of these bigger odds because this is where they stick. Finau is too easy. I wouldn't be shocked if he won. But if I got to pick someone farther out, give me um, – I guess I'll go with Marty Laird. Give me Marty Laird. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But give me – he'd be like a one-and-done pick. <laughs> yeah. Listener question time. Either one of you can answer this because I never play him ever. How many strokes did Harold Varner III win by? I, I I I mentioned him earlier. I think he has a shot. If he can limit the number of bogeys he makes, I think he has a shot. But I'm going to go with he's not winning. <laughs> so, so Where do you think he finishes? Um, that's tough, man. Uh, top 30. Okay. 30. Makes the cut at least. He's cheap. Yeah. It's just tough, man. There's so many good guys in here, and I really like the web.com guys right now coming coming in hot in, in competition mode. Yeah. It's so wide open. It's pretty crazy. Nothing would surprise you on Sunday on this one. No. I mean, it's you know, so that, that's coming – and that's also coming from our boy, Philip, Bill. at 41. The last time he asked us that question, I – I don't know if he did it since, but he asked when how much Jake, Justin Thomas is going to win by. He also oh, yeah. threw in and why. So how much is Harvard the third going to win by and why? I don't understand like, the why part because he played better. Because <laughs> he took the least amount of time. <laughs> so, all right. So he wins. I'll say just just to mush him, I'll say Harvard wins by two because <laughs> he shoots 18 under and the next best score is 16 under. <laughs> there you go. I'm staying away from that. Um, Jesse, uh, if you want to give a couple, then Bucks can give a couple. We've already talked about them a ton, but um, what? Are, like, we had a couple guys ask, what are some of the eweb.com guys that follow this week and maybe going forward in this early swing? Yeah, I mean, we 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 did, we did hit on a lot of these guys, but I mean, New Line, he's going to be a he's going to be a core play like. Um, like Bucks was saying there, I, I think I'll ride him for a while. Um, then Landry and Keith Mitchell, I mean, they're both playing really good golf right now. Another guy, Cord Connors, Aaron Wise, Bronson Burgoon, a bunch of them. Um, so those are just to name a few. I don't know if you have any others, Bucks. Obviously, you named yeah. a couple. Yeah, I mean, I named a couple. I was just looking at your boy Landry, though. He was in the final group at the 2016 U.S. Open. Yep, and his first major ever on Sunday. <laughs> How crazy is that? There's well, a he knows what the pressure's like. It's a little fucking Safeway Open. Well, Don't give a no, shit about him Safeway Open. This ain't no U.S. Open, bro. He pulled. He pulled the Paul Casey and shot seventy-eight on Sunday. Ooh, what would you do in that position? I would have shot hundred and thirty. <laughs> oh yeah, I might. I might not have finished. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, so back to the question though, Keith Mitchell. Uline, uh, Denny McCarthy, all guys we talked about, um, Aaron Wise, and then um, Sam Ryder. Those are guys on the web.com that I think are coming in hot. And Randolph, by the way. Uh, Randolph's really good. He's done a lot. Um, 
again, and a couple others, Oppenheim, Malnati, who's playing well, and Lashley, another guy that's playing pretty darn good. Um, so guys keep um, that came from our boy one, one. So basically, what we're saying is everybody who's graduating off web.com, look for them. That's basically <laughs> what the gist of that. They're all playing better than half these guys that are in the field. Let's just oh, be real. Sure. And it was awesome watching that, by the way. I, oh, yeah. I, I love the way they did that, where they, they didn't necessarily show where they were hole by hole score, but they were showing the hole by hole where they were in the standings after each hole. I yeah. thought that was that was really cool. Like we didn't, we didn't even mention Saunders or Bird. There's a bunch we left off. But, um, and the big thing is that article that I, was, that I showed you guys earlier. Uh, Tons of bombers. So we start getting into some of these longer courses. It's going to get really interesting to see how these guys show up. So, yeah, we're going to mention them weekly, most likely on this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final words, gentlemen? No, I, I would recommend not playing a bunch of cash this week. <laughs> I would recommend playing some, if you're going to play this week, play multiple entry GPPs and really spread your lineups around because this week is so volatile compared to most other weeks. Yeah. I mean, this, this field is trash this, this year. Like last year I was looking at my write up for sports DGNs and I had Paul Casey, Rom, Rilla was 10, nine last year at this time. Um, There's a lot of bigger names last year. Finau last year was 8,300 in this event. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I don't, there's a lot of unknown, but I think you can make a good enough cash lineup, uh, by pulling some of these guys like Uline, um, even fitting in fee now somehow where, you know, they're going to make cuts and just get, just shoot for the six to six. And well, that's the thing. That's the thing that was fee now. And we talk about it most other weeks. I mean, he has to win to pay off. Honestly. But not, not, but not in a cash game necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. A 50 50, as long as he makes the cut, you get six and six through. For sure. That being the main goal, you know, you're fine. But yeah, as far as GPPs, I'm not a huge fan of him because, like you said, he has to win. Yeah, that's why I'm staying away. There's, there's chance of winning like 5%. Yeah, I mean, he might be the best odds, but yeah. how often do the best there's, odds? You know, there's so much value in that. Eight sevens and sixes. You can go elsewhere and get some sixes. Sixes going, um, but that'll do us. Check us out on Twitter at Always Press DFS. Bucks is at BP Snow Eleven. Jesse at DFS Golf Gods. I am at BD Entrick. Until next time, this was the Always Pressing Safeway Open Preview. Catch you guys later.